Hello, everybody. Hold on. I've still got my glasses on. I didn't take them off. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right. I'm ready, ready. Rerun. You ready, Rerun. ready. Rerun. We got this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Newton's Nuggets. It's me, the bloke who sits here, still in a hat, even though 99.9% of you listen on audio. Yeah, which is a good job you got, got your glasses off at the beginning there. I know, right? Nobody will ever know, mate. We are so professional that I know the editor of the show will get rid of that bit, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> professional no. business podcast. And mate. in fact, uh, on a side note, if uh, if you use a Giphy keyboard, uh, I don't know if it's on the standard one yet, because it sometimes takes a bit longer to go into the standard uh, GIF yeah. thing. But if you go on a Giphy keyboard and type in professional business podcast... We are so there. We are there. And it's not even we you or there. me. Um, it's branded no. with us. No, it's not us two, but it's it's definitely it's definitely out. Was that brand. Mel? Mel Wakeman, I think. Yeah. 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 The ears. The ears are back. Um <laughs> so yeah, we're back. Thank you very much. This last week has been weird. I'm tired. I've had fun. I've been messing about too much. I've been annoying people too much. Uh getting Phone calls from people wanting me to annoy more people. What about you, Jesse? What have you been up to? <sighs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> Go to Jesse's uh, Instagram page and you'll see him kayaking. In the uh, probably, probably my TikTok. Oh, did you, uh, yeah, that was TikTok. Sorry, I was thinking it, it was, was TikTok. But also, while you're at it, you could also. If you have a TikTok, go over to TikTok and look for Newton's Nuggets. And there's now a Newton's Nuggets TikTok. Yeah, and by the I mean, time there's... you hear this, there might be more than one video. <laughs> might be. Might be. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've had TikTok all along because we're a professional business We're podcast. professional and, you know, we were on the uptake as soon as it was possible. And I'm so glad nobody else nicked Newton's Nuggets on there. <laughs> as I'm typing it in, every now and again, it would come up with a red marker. And I'm thinking, oh, God, here we go. No, here no, go. no. <laughs> But no, you got it, mate. You got it. So, so yeah, on TikTok, we now have Newton's Nuggets. Please do go and follow us. And you can send us messages on there. But um, I don't know if either of us will have time to answer, but you can send us messages. Yeah, well, we like comments and things on, on of our social com- stuff. Um, yeah. Talking, talking of which, before we go into our guest, who you're going to listen to, and it's going to change your mind about your life choices and everything so you're going to be far too busy thinking about all of that at the end of the show so just before we get started um we are running a competition as this episode goes out it's the 27th of the month i believe you've got till the end of basically midnight on the 29th which basically means first thing on saturday morning um and basically to get involved with the competition that competition is to get you free a free month of sponsorship for either you, your business, a charity, somebody else's business, whatever you want it to go towards, basically within reason. Um, and that's for the whole of the month of May, which is why we're closing it on the 29th, the end of the yeah. 29th, so that we've got time to get your details and record it, etc. For next week's show, as you're listening to this. That's um, it, because we're going to have under a week to get them to contact us with exactly what they want us to advertise, and we've got to film it. We've got to decide on... We've got to script it out. <clears throat> script, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally, me reading from your website. 
Um, but, you know, we, in all honesty, we do have to film it. We do have to get it into the editing part of the show before Jesse edits the whole show for the following Wednesday. Yeah. So with all of that in mind, uh, basically all the details will be in the link in the description for the show. Um, but basically head over to the Newton's Nuggets Facebook page. We've pinned the post. Um, if you like, share, leave a review, socially post something about Newton's Nuggets, whatever it is, just take a screenshot, take a picture of whatever it is and upload that to the comments in that Facebook post. And every single time you do that, that's another entry to go into the hat and then we'll pull the name out of a hat. Might be an electronic hat, depending on how we go. Um, and um, and then basically you could win a month of sponsorship. I, I have got a scruffy version of the Trillby. We could use that. We could, or I yeah. could use the online wheel that I can just have control of. It, it was one of the cats saw it for sale on one of those really cheap send it from far away type things, and it came. It, it's a bit floppy. It, it's a bit floppy. It's a bit dishevelled. I kind of <laughs> like it. I don't know why. Um, and it doesn't. It, it, fit. it looks like my dog sat on it for a few days. Really does. Really does. Poor thing. Yeah, that's staying. I like it. Um, so yeah, getting on that competition, and now we're going to go over to today's show. Yes. So I'm not going to do too much on the intro. Um, I have known this guy for a few years now. I really like him. His name is Mark Stowe. He's a window cleaner. Now he's not just any window cleaner. You know me better than that. But this guy has designed a lifestyle that that I think is a massive, massive success, and that is everything we're about on Newton's Nuggets. You don't have to follow other people's paths. You don't have to buy the Bugatti if you don't want to. What I care about much more is you living the life that you want. Sod everyone else. We got this. Um, Jesse, anything else you want to say? Or should we just go over to Mark? Let's go over to Mark. See you in a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Right. I know I always say that I'm excited about different interviews that are going on. But do you know what? I've known this bloke for a few years now. Uh, he and I actually met up because of a business building group that we were in on Facebook. We became friends over that. We chat about random stuff. We chat about business stuff. We chat about family stuff. And do you know what? When I asked him to be on the show, he said, I'd love to, but I don't know why. Now, hopefully, in the next half hour or so, you lot are going to realise why and why I have so much respect for this man Ladies and gents, this is the awesome Mr. Mark Stowe. Mark, say hello to everyone for me. Hello. You're too kind. That was a um, yeah, very humbling entrance there. I wouldn't expect any of that. Uh, mate, honestly, I, I look at what you've done and what you do, and and I just think so many people could learn from the, your attitude, to be honest with you. Um, Thank you. So, Mark, uh, for, yes. for the couple of people that might not know you, okay, Oof. Could you please explain to everyone who you are and why they should listen to me and you chat for a half hour or so? Okay, so I'm Mark the Window Cleaner from Stowe's Window Cleaning. I think that's quite self-explanatory. And why should they listen to us? Hmm. So everyone's got the question, haven't they? What does a window cleaner see when he's at work? So at the end, I'll tell you what I saw today. 
Oh. A brand new exclusive. So you've got to hold on. Oh, no. I think this is about to go X-rated, Jesse. Jesse, you know all the descriptions. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jesse. You're going to be... Yeah, maybe the last five minutes, that should be X-rated. <laughs> but, yeah, but, Mark, seriously, you are, Mark, the window cleaner. Yes. And and you... I want to... You do not do things the way other people expect you to do a business. I don't think I've done life how it's expected <laughs> to be done, to be fair. And that's not to sound um, braggadocious, like I've done better mm -hmm. than anyone else. Um, but I could probably go way back to my teen years when it started and it hasn't really stopped in terms of doing things differently, doing different things, not to be different for a different sake, but when society or, or your peers or something put an element of pressure or an idea of what it should be, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not so sure. And then I just don't go with it. But you know what? I think one of the reasons I think me and you got on so quickly and and honestly, it was through Brad Burton's Now What Club that we mm -hmm. met properly. And, and oh, over lunch, yeah. Yep. And and we just we just kind of clicked and just got on without yeah. any without either of us trying to show off. There was no there was none of the normal BS that you see between a lot of business owners. No. Me and me and you just kind of went, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That's it started. Um, and Jesse was yeah. there, don't forget. Oh, yeah, true. True. And, but seriously, you're the window cleaning business. I know mm -hmm. you're not the cheapest in your area. Nope. But honestly, hand on heart, who's the best window cleaner around your area? Not me. Really? Yes. If we're talking about technician, pain for pain, I'm yeah. not. Really? But yes, but I don't sell. Uh, window cleaning I sell the trust I sell the relationship the reliability so window cleaning is almost like a byproduct do you know what you've just hit on everything that I dislike about window cleaners oh thanks <laughs> you really have because the amount of times that me or friends would book one and they don't turn up when they say they're going to turn up okay so I'm guilty of of not turning up, not getting back to people. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to try and pretend I'm some glorified guy. But if I tell you I'm coming, I do come. That's that's my little advantage. Nice. And and like I said, you're not the cheap, and you've never tried to be the cheapest. Which no, because it's a race at the bottom. Yes. And this is something that really it does knock me, mate. When you see people trying to price, uh, undercut on pricing and just go out there on pricing the loan, what do they think is going to happen when somebody undercuts them? Exactly. Oh, they're the ones that are crying online about it. Yes. I mean, I pay probably for the majority of the consumables that I use, I probably pay over the top on all of them. Okay. Because couple of things one is i had this idea from a long time ago you live by the sword and this isn't my idea but i associated it with what i did you live by the sword you die by the sword so if i go around looking for the cheapest 
the cheapest place to buy that, the cheapest place to get this. Someone's going to go around finding the cheapest guy to clean their windows. It's like, okay, hang on a minute. Let's go with the person that's local. Let's go with the person that's nice, who's reliable. And then maybe, maybe I will get used because I'm nice, local and reliable. And I'm close to 16 years in and touch wood. So we're good. Nice one. So what does that give you? What does what does purposely not being the cheapest and knowing the quality of the product, what does that give you? What do you gain from that? Flexibility, time, a sense of choice. Um, because I realized like really early on, um, roughly speaking, the jobs were about five pound a front back then when I first started. I was rushing around like mad trying to heal the jobs and you couldn't stop for a cup of tea and things like that. And I was like, rather than rushing around for five pound a pot, could we do it for 10 pound a pot and then slow down a little bit? It's less, it's less like battering on your body, less running up and down ladders and rushing about, less chance of hurting yourself. Um, I've just gives you more time with people. And that's kind of really... And I'm kind of jumping the gun on the story a little bit, but it really came through. So bear in mind, I've been going since 2006. And a lot of the people I've got on my books, I've had for five, six, seven, eight years. Plus, yeah. some of them from day dot, still got them. Um, so COVID hit, obviously, we all know. And obviously, I can go to work because I'm working outside. I work for myself, by myself. Just stay outside, don't go to people's houses, etc. I have people message me saying, don't come out, stay home, call it sick pay. It's like, what? I am just the window cleaner and you're going out of your way to do that for me. Okay, fair enough, but don't worry. Look, if you want to pay me, I will come and do the job. If you don't want me to come, if you don't want to be responsible for someone being outside, I won't come, don't worry about the money. That was my argument then. Fast forward, so that was like early 2020. Yeah. Come around to the summer of 21. So I was out for about six, seven weeks. So I'm going to be late. Quite a few people pay me online, like direct debit. Yeah. So I was messaging them saying, look, can't it because I don't want to come by it. And I was like, don't worry, keep it, call it a tip. No one took their money back. No one cancelled the direct debit. And all but one person put their service going forward. I got paid from people and not turning up. How many people no can do way. that? And you're a self-employed window cleaner, and they could have used any excuse to get out of that deal contract whatever you want to call it yeah but actually so they shows... realized hang on a minute mark he's got a family and he's a breadwinner etc oh maybe i can help out here is everyone going to get that kind of treatment i don't know i don't think so mate there's people who are in employed contracts who lost their jobs for no reasons there's oh, there you go. there's honestly when when i have people tell me they've got the security of an employed position I don't think there is such a thing anymore. No. I don't think um, there ever was. 
I don't reality. Think so. I, don't I think, think people so. glorified that. I think if mm. you was one of the lucky ones that managed to avoid the, um, what's the word, redundancies and made your way through, then you was okay. But I don't think it was as grand as people thought it was. I knew a lot of people got made redundant. Yeah. Like back when I was younger, I'm talking about. And the funny thing is, if, you, if you're running your own business, you're then in charge of how much you work, how much you work for, when you work. Um, and the when you work bit is something I'm trying to take even more control of now because my world has changed a lot in the last couple of years. Yes. Um, and I kind of look at, with the way mental theft is growing more than the magic stuff, I'm kind of looking at that and going, well, hold on, that means I might get my weekends back. <laughs> and and to a guy who's been working every weekend for the last 15 odd years, it's like, Gary, why not? I, I love that. We're going to do yourself. <laughs> yeah. I might, might spend some time with the wife. Weird, huh? I know. Imagine mind that. blown. Mind blown. <laughs> so, so, right. Why window cleaning? What mark to window cleaning? Lack of choice. Really? That was it. But then you sit back and you reflect and meditate and you ponder and then you think, hang on a minute, maybe, because things work out, don't they? The way they're supposed to, whether that's God or universe or however you want to pigeonhole it. So I was somewhere around about the five, six, maybe seven year age. Okay. And I love cars. I still do, even to this day. And I did back then, probably more so. And there was a guy in our village that had a Rover SD1. I think it was called the the Tess, was it? The top of the range? Something like that it was. So it was a V8 and it sounded lovely. It's the only guy in our village. Well, it's actually classed as a town now. I don't know why. Anyway, um, you had this car and you could hear it coming before it even entered the town. We will walk past it one day on the way to our local news agents. I just said to dad, oh, can we get one of them? No, I don't know about money at the precise moment. They went, no, I can't afford one of them. Oh, okay. What does that guy do then? Oh, he's a window cleaner. Oh. Now, I didn't think for the next 14 years, like, oh, I'm going to be a window cleaner. doesn't matter about school or anything like that. I'm going to be a window cleaner. No, it completely left my mind by the time I'd got back from the shops. And it was only probably four, five, six, maybe seven, eight years in to my business. I sat back and I went, oh, yeah. I forgot I said that when I was a kid. (laughs) But when it actually came to pulling the trigger on becoming a window cleaner, um, so, all right, so I left my employment because my wife was pregnant or she literally just had our son. Yeah. And I realized being employed was actually dangerous because I was looking at the people around me thinking, I don't trust you. I don't trust you to do the right thing for long enough to keep this business afloat to pay me what I feel I'm worth. Oh, that's scary. I thought it was scarier to stay. Yeah. You mean that? So I thought, I've got to try and do something myself. Okay, so forget what I was then, 2021. What can I do? What's my experience? Oh, I can 
polish a car and that's it. That's as far as my expertise went. I was like, okay, I set myself up a little mobile car wash business. It was going okay, nothing like crazily good, it was going okay. And then I got into this other showroom and they said, well, look, rather than coming back and forth and us having to chase you, can you tell us your day rate and just come every day? I was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. Gave my day rate and they accepted. I thought, want a winner here. All my eggs are in one basket, don't forget, at yes. this point, And it's not in my basket. So there I go, month in, month out, thinking I've got it made. And then my wife got ill, ended up in hospital with uh, pancreatitis. And I think I was off work for two weeks. Yeah. So he was just coming up to one. And uh, they said, don't worry, job's safe, family first. I was like, what a great bunch of guys. Anyway, sorted out the home situation, wife's back, run back to work, gone back, pulled up. I'm thinking, what's that guy doing? That's my job. So I've gone in there and the guys that employ me, the actual owners, I got along with quite well. The manager, not so. Seems to be wherever mm -hmm. I went, managers had an issue. Maybe it's my issue, my hookup. Um, <laughs> but he he was basically laughing in my face, thinking, ha, they found someone else, you're done. I was like, what do you mean I'm done? Like, you're done. They found someone else. And it's cheaper. Wow. Okay. So I've then gone home. News, as you can imagine. I was like, what are we going to do? What can I do? Because this hasn't worked out. What I didn't realize then that I know now, it's not the business that didn't work out. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't experienced enough. You know, give me that position now, I'd have run it completely different. Yeah. But you got to live and learn. So I was like, okay, well, look, I've got a couple hundred pounds in the bank. I cannot afford to go and get a job. Well, I couldn't because I didn't have any skills. So what am I going to go and do? Work in McDonald's maybe or Tesco's? That wouldn't have paid the rent. Yeah, and so, at that point, if you went and got a job, you're probably going to be waiting six weeks for any pay anyway. Probably. But I would have been on basic pay. Um, yeah. So I just thought to myself, what can I do with that couple hundred pound? And then my missus was saying, well, do you know what? Back in the day, our window cleaner, so my wife's significantly older than me, so she's had a life before mine, uh, literally and she said well the window cleaner we had at the cafe was always going on holiday to france i was thinking oh if you've got money to go on holiday then surely your bills are paid so a roof rack was about 80 quid i think the ladder is about 100 quid bucket and a couple of tools that's my budget let's go and that's how it started mate i remember pictures of that car Oh, no, that's not the car. No, really? There was one before that car? Oh, there was one, two, three, three cars before that car. And Maybe you're, four. you're now in your mean machine of a van. <laughs> it's a bit dodgy uh, looking, isn't it? It's, <laughs> mate, it is so dodgy looking. It's brilliant. It's um, <laughs> just, for, just for people at home and for Jesse, Mark has a thing about rust look. And yes. it's... Mate, it just suits you down to the ground. It really does. Not um, sure what to make of that comment, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But do you know what? Something you said earlier about when you're different to most people. Yeah. And and again, I'm sure this is part of the reason that I, I liked you and got on with you, is that okay. I know I've always been classed as weird. Mm-hmm. It, and, and I swear it's because people like us look at the world differently. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be doing 60, 70 or 80 hours a week for somebody else. No. I'd much prefer how to figure out how to work 20 hours a week and have time with my family. Do you know what was quite interesting? Before, before I went on the self-development journey, yeah. which has been equally good to equally bad yeah. I'm being honest with you not bad in the people I've met and being ripped off by some um, charlatans or anything like that just good and bad what I've found in myself so pre self-development I was doing like 20 hours a week and proud of it like that was a badge of honour Yeah. now don't get me wrong our lifestyle was primitive very, very basic. Um, there wasn't much money left at the end of the month, as they say. Um, but we weren't, we weren't um, behind on our bills. You know, we was meeting our exes and our wives, but we didn't have anything left over really to go crazy and do much. But what we had, which I do believe paid massive dividends now, is time with each other. Time with my wife, time with my son. So, I mean, at that time, trying to get all my math right here, but from his parent and toddler groups that he went to, I was at most of them, to dropping him off and picking up at nursery, I was at most of them. Uh, primary school, dropping off and picking up, I was at most of them. And even at secondary school, got it right for a change, when I say high school. Secondary school. Um, most days, even now, I'm dropping him off to his friends, and yeah. most days I will be home roughly at the same time as he is. So you can look at us objectively from a materialistic standard. The house is small, the car's old, the band's old, and that's you know, there's nothing really shiny about anything. But you can't buy them things back. You can't no. buy them. No. And we've got a fantastic, and I'm not just saying this i'm sure a lot of people do feel they've got the good relationship with their children but he's a teenage boy we've got a fantastic relationship fantastic relationship mate i love that i i again but i i did most of the school runs for little she's now a teenage girl and apparently you know when when your little girl turns teenage you meant to she's meant to hate you and you know you don't talk to each other she's awesome and and I know she has a big smile on her face when she sees me picking her up from school and and you know most of the you know the plays that they did in primary school I was yes. there yes same you know I, I was there if she suddenly had an award on a Friday I could normally make it yes. I don't get me wrong not every time because every so often there'd be a gig that I had to drive somewhere for of course, of course. but do you know what the payoff was I only had to do that once in a blue moon Whereas I've got I've got some buddies who I respect a bit and I love them to bits and and they've made their choices that are right for them, mm-hmm. but you know they don't see their kids grow up. No, I'm not I'm not trying to say like 
oh, hooray, what I've done is far better than the full-time working dad. Not at all. Or mum in this day and age. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, hey, looking back over my childhood, this is going to work. Versus me just not being there and dangling some shiny thing in his face. Yeah. And it kind of has. And I and believe you know that's what why a lot of people say, sorry to buy in, a lot of people saying, while Sean now got a good relationship with your daughter, we have with our son, it's because we're invested our time through their childhood. Whereas yeah. other people have been sometimes busy, sometimes not as developed, let's just say. Um, so when they get to teenage years, now they're big enough, strong enough, switched on enough to go, wait, you weren't there for me, so you're not telling me what to do now. That's what it is. That's what it is. And do you know what? Everyone that... Right, I have no control over who listens to this show or who watches sure. the show. But everyone that's ever given me any kind of feedback on this show, I know that they're all just trying to do the best for their family and the people they love. We all are. We all are. So, so what I'm saying here is, do what's right for you. Yeah. Don't don't worry about what the Joneses are doing. Don't worry about what your closest buddies are doing. No. Do what's right for you and your family and the people you actually love. And that's part of the reason I wanted you on here is because your story is so different to what a lot of business owners yeah, think sure. they're after. But I will say that I was unfortunately fortunate. Okay. What I mean by that is, so my mum up and left by the time I was two. Soon oh, followed geez. by, yeah, uh, soon followed by. That's pretty well. I'm not a very compassionate kind of guy, you know. I haven't had that maternal softness around me. Um, and even my older brother and sister, they jumped ship and followed. Uh, I think about a year or so later. So for as far back as I can remember, it was just me and my dad. And of my dad's generation communication especially with a child and being open and honest about feelings and things like that just did not exist but I was switched on enough to my own feelings that I realized for probably up until about I want to say 11 thereabouts maybe give or take a year from my I can remember childhood was great Come home from school, okay, you're on rations. Like, literally, if you've got a week's worth of crisps, if you eat two bags in one night, you're going out without tomorrow. Now, we were on the breadline, literally. But that was cool because my dad was home. Play chess, play football, go on a bike ride. And then it got to a period, totally understandable, got to a period, it's like, okay, well, I've got a job now and you're old enough to be a bit more self-sufficient. Um I'm off to work. What I realized was, okay, so we had no money. It was quite a breadline, but you was there. Yeah. Now we've got some money. I don't want to say a lot, just some. We've got Sky TV and we've got a PlayStation. I'm like, I've got no one to watch it with. I've got yeah. no one to play it with. And I'm like, okay, so this is a bit boring. Um, of course, like I said, everyone's trying to do what they believe to be best in their circumstances, and I'm sure my dad was too. But then I just realised as I got to 
become a parent, at least this time around, let's just say, I was like, hang on a minute. If I can find that sweet spot where we're not on rations, but I don't have to be at work all the time. So when you said earlier about what does that get you when you're charging more, et cetera, it gets you that. Yeah. And so one of the bits I loved when you answered that question was one of your answers was choice. Mm-hmm. It, it does give you a, a massive freedom of choice. We live in a free country, in a democracy. Yeah. We are, we are free men and women here. Um, but a lot of us throw that away for the sake of a mortgage and a car or a holiday. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we do. And do you know what? Um, as a old friend of mine put it, he looked at me and went, Paul, you're a long time dead. You're doing it the yeah. right way, mate. Yeah. Honestly, I want my little one to know that her dad loved her to bits. Exactly. That's that's all I'm after, mate. Um, can, do you mind if and I... And that's shown in our time, in our actions, and yeah. being present. Yeah. It really is. And she knows she can chat to me about anything. And yeah. don't get me wrong, she's a little girl, okay? So there's going to be <laughs> some things that she wants to talk to mum about and never of wants course. to admit to me. That's fine. But yeah, um, funnily enough, when I did the school run the other day, me and my daughter were talking about how much I tell her I love her. Nice. Yeah. And, and she just she just kind of gave me a big smile and went, I like you do that, Dad. <laughs> it's it. like, mate, I'm going to carry on. Even when you say you hate it, I'm never going to let you ever tell anyone that you weren't sure if your dad loved you. Exactly, exactly. Mate, it's important. Right, and on, on to kids. Yes. Um, a little while back, uh, me and you were having chats through Facebook Messenger about yep. your young'un, who, do, mm-hmm. is it fair to say, did not enjoy the school curriculum? That's fair, especially yeah. when we got to um, secondary school. So was it secondary school when it all kicked off? Yes. Kicked off uh, sounds dramatic. Less. Yeah, yeah. The bubble started to, the bubble started to boil, I think is the... it wasn't a big explosion it was just a gradual thing and I was like hang on a minute something's not quite right there so go on then what did you notice what did you start thinking as a dad or or as a partnership because I know you and your wife deal with these things together but what did you start to notice well we do do a lot of things together and we talk a lot of things through as a family even this I'm about to tell now was a family decision yeah it wasn't me just grabbing the ball by the horns and saying it's done yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I, I could have I could have said that badly if I wasn't careful. This definitely wasn't Mark going. Well, we're doing it this way. No, this was quite. a team effort. Once we got to that decision, then then I said, right, let's go. We're doing it. Um, yeah. So I can't remember if it was just a case of. I'm going to be honest. I can't remember if it was a case of us noticing the pattern noticing the shape of his posture his demeanor or whether he actually come forward but i do remember asking like everything all right that kind of rings a bell so you'd notice a pattern that sunday night he was fine yeah monday night less so i think oh well he's a teenage boy whatever whatever i stayed up late over the weekend until it's gone on and on and on and on. 
I think I mean, there's a pattern here. It's the same day every week. And then you could just kind of tell. I remember seeing him walk past the front room sometimes. Is such a, I think someone called him the knuckle, a knuckle dragger or something the other day. Just really mm. arched over and glumpy, you know, which isn't him. It's not his natural state. And like I said, I'm going to paraphrase this, this section because I can't remember exactly how it went. But the conversation came up like, what's up? It's like, well, I just don't enjoy school anymore. You're thinking, okay, what's going on? Someone pick on you or you worried about exams? What's up? It's like, no, 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 I just don't like it. It does nothing for me. I was like, okay, this sounds familiar because I went through the exact same thing at the exact age. So I didn't feel that I had the relationship to bring up the conversation right. when I was younger. So I just tricked both my dad and the school and then just went down the middle and did my thing for months and got away with it so but it was unnecessary and I didn't want to force him down the same channel because I believed it was unnecessary so I'm like okay well look here's your magic wand what do you want to do with it you went leave school okay I'm not against that we're not a big um, academic family well at least in this house um, haven't got a GCSE between us um, so okay not against that at all um, but what are you going to do you know, sell it to me what are you going to do well I'm 14 what can I do like, well yeah what can you do um, PlayStation no okay let's try it again then because that's what I did I took a lot of time off and just pissed it up the PlayStation let's try that again Let's say you went to school and only did the lessons that you liked. What do you want to do? DT, there's a theme here. DT, which is your woodwork, design technology, um, art and food. So all very creative, hands-on. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, okay. He said, <laughs> a little bit too smart for his own good, really. He went, look, I don't need French. We've been to France. They speak English. Wow, okay, fair point. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly the argument I used 30 years ago, Mark. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's changed. No. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, can't disagree with that because we have been and they do speak English. Um, do you really need science at a GCSE level? Don't think you do. Do you need to do sports that you're not interested in when you do plenty outside? I don't think you do. I said, well, look, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. You finish maths and English for me, and I will take care of everything else. And he went, done. So as far as I was concerned, it was a done deal. Um, I was willing to go to court the whole shebang. Yeah. As far as I was concerned, he was not going to do those lessons again. But I put it into a nice diplomatic, well, diplomatic as I can anyway, yeah. Letter explaining it all, but not just saying, Hey, he's not coming in anymore. Went into depth of my story, how I, I believe it impacted me, and how I could see the pattern emerging in him, this, that, and the other. And basically, I ended it by saying, I'm sure that both of us have our, our son Bracken's interest you know, at heart here. We both want the same thing, what's best for the child. So, you're going to fight me on it? 
or are we just going to get behind each other and help each other? And they went, we can see this is a good thing. We'll help. And that was it. Brilliant. Absolutely it. brilliant. So, so what does he do now? What, how does it work? So he literally goes in, does his maths and English, his food, his DT and his art. And if it's a day where he's, um, what's today? Monday. So tomorrow's Tuesday. The first thing tomorrow morning would have been science. He doesn't do science now. So he has first period and register at home and just goes in late. Do you know what? It is so refreshing to hear, um, right, not only just that parents have gone, this isn't the right route for us mm. or for, for our child, but also that the school has worked with you on it. Yes, I've got you know credit where it's due. Fair enough, I was willing to go to war. And I was really shocked when I had the letter come back and saying, yes. I was like, but I'm ready for war. Like, I'm ready to go. And you're just saying, me, yeah. don't worry. Like, Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this fight. And the people I'm preparing to fight against have just become my allies. Yeah, just like that. What just the like hell that. just happened? That's exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes it sound very very straightforward i mean we had lengthy conversations at home about it between all three of us my wife was a little bit skeptical whether it was the right thing and whether you should just pop your collar and get on with it um so it wasn't just a decide on a monday night it's done on tuesday you know we had a long thought lengthy discussions all the possibilities the ups and downs the fours and against la 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 and um we had one email from the school and one meeting with the school. And you opened up this um, episode with you don't do things normally. During the conversation or towards the end of our conversation with the teacher, she went, ah, you're not a normal family, are you? But no, tell us one thing we've done normal for this whole entire conversation. She went, okay, we get it. Awesome. That's spot on, mate. And when I can remember you announcing on Facebook that it had worked, and oh. and I'm sure I remember pinging you a message saying, "Well done, mate. That, that's just amazing." Um, yeah. Because you did, and you didn't. You didn't go in all guns blazing, like you said. You could have gone in, right? Guns blazing, just be an arrogant git about it. But yeah. you didn't. You put a solid argument to them about what was the best way to educate a child in the way they needed to be educated. Exactly. And, and mate, I think you did it in a way that they went, we can't argue this. Now, what I would have loved to see was the conversation to the other side. Because what they were saying behind closed doors. Yeah, what those yeah. teachers were saying. Because they must have noticed things as well for them to go, yeah, we think this is best too. Well, one of the arguments that I, I brought up in the, in the proposal was in particular subjects, he's not interested. He's not listening. If you force him to sit an exam, he's going to fail. Does yeah. that look good on you? It doesn't. <laughs> Let's be honest, part of the school, school system is to pass X amount of students. Yeah. Okay. It, it, oh. You all right? That's weird. Okay, um, my headphones just played up a little bit. Still hear me? Yep, yep, we got you. Okay, don't know what's going on there. So 
okay. Lost my train of thought there. Um, part of it is to pass X amount of children. Sorry, yes. So if you've got someone in particular subjects that's pretty much guaranteed to fail, that's a black mark on you. Take them off the list. It's better for you, effectively. Yeah, yeah. And that was and one of the arguments I brought up. Do you know, it was something I don't agree with on our schooling education system is trying to trying to make every kid the same. Exactly. When they're not. You know, you'll have some that will excel at sports. You'll have some that will excel at math. You'll have some that want to be drama. You'll have some that, that want to do science and want to play with chemistry. If, yeah. if we could just find a way to nurture what they love doing, they'll want yeah. to learn. There is um, a slight risk. There is a slight risk in doing this, um, which my wife did bring up initially, and that is that we're exposing him to you get to do what you want uh, rather than yeah. rather than actually sometimes you just need to suck it up and battle for it because yeah. not only and I don't think this is necessarily helps you know as we opened with, with myself I get to pick and choose who I work with so does my wife we don't have to put up with you'll never hear in this house us complaining about our bosses or our our managers or things like that because if you're not on our line on our wavelength you're gone yeah so he's kind of realized well you get to choose when you work and who you work with and so do you so why can't i but we've got past those places where you have to knuckle down and push through whatever you've got to go through and i have warned him life hasn't slapped you yet it really hasn't <laughs> So just be prepared. One day she's going to come around and slap you hard. Yeah. And you're not yeah. prepared for it because you've had a you've had an easy ride. But I've tried I mean, to educate him rather than um, uh, expose him. I think that's the right way of looking for. And do you know what? Um, in my career, it's one of the reasons I don't like, like an absolute diva. It's because if something goes wrong, I want to know that people are there to help catch me. And... Mm. To be blatantly honest with you, Mark, in the last couple of years, that's been proven. I mean, people backed me when I was an entertainer who couldn't go out and entertain. Yeah. Just blew my mind. Mate, I've already taken too much of your time, okay? And and I don't want to put Jesse through five hours of editing <laughs> again because I did that to him a while ago. Um, wow. We've done nearly 40 minutes. This is good. This is good. Do you want to know what's quite interesting, though? Sorry, not to... You know drag it on much longer oh, it's, man, barely started. it's barely started i know right and and this is what started. i mean you've got so much in there so what's what do you think the future is for stoves honestly i'm not sure because where we are is a good place yeah um so trying to force a future for the sake of it would be a crime to now. There's been many times in my life where, where life's put you in a position where you go left or you go right. Yeah. And when I'm there, I know which way to go. When there's nowhere to go, and you just get to sit back and just enjoy it, why look for the toning? It's not here. Just enjoy it. Mate. And I, and I, I, made, that sound, I made that sound really wise, but I do wrestle with that most days. 
I should be no, just just I should be no, just take a moment, yeah. enjoy it. So I do wrestle with that a lot. But at the end of the day, mate, you're a happy human being with a lovely family. Yes, we all sleep very well. I'm seriously, dude. I've seen so much of what you've gone through in the last few years, and as a friend, I just want to say proud of you, buddy. Thank you very much. But you know what? Right back at you. I've been watching yeah. as a knuckleteer. Right? Right. <laughs> um, I've been watching this show evolve and watching where you've been involved. It's it's really cool. It's really good to see. And I, to be honest, I think if you don't know this already, you've kind of found your home here. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. You are a fantastic magician, and you still are. Um. But I just think that was your gateway to finally get here. Yeah, this is it. I love I love where I am at the moment. I love Newton's Nuggets and I love mental theft. Um, and both both businesses are helping people. I, I oh, yeah. couldn't be more happy. I'm really and they're thrilled. actually connecting people. Because yeah. you had a guy on, uh, I want to say, November time. It might not be when you recorded it. Uh, Dominic. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I listened to the episode and I was like, I can really resonate with what this guy is saying. So I, I hooked up with him through Facebook and then he's posted a picture that he's in the Olympic Park. And I'm like, you're around the corner from me. Let me know next time you're here. We'll grab a coffee. You're like, I'll be here tomorrow. We sat down for coffee, all because of this show. Now, I'm not saying that means anything necessarily, but you're connecting like-minded people through your voice, effectively, through your platform. And this is it. And, and connecting those people by... I get to sit down and have a chat with people I really respect. I love hearing the stories. Absolutely love hearing the stories. Mate, it's all about the stories. It really is. And Dom, Dom's such a lovely bloke. He really he is. is. He really Mate, is. I'm so chuffed that you... I didn't know that you two had met up. That's awesome. We was meant to get a picture. I totally forgot. We just in the moment. An hour disappeared. I was like, next time. <laughs> next time. Next time you have a coffee, take a photo, and you better hashtag Newton's Nuggets in on it. Oh, okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. Right, <laughs> last question. The important okay. one. What is the nugget of information that you want everyone that's listening to walk away with? The nugget is there's not one nugget. Everyone's looking for that one thing. There's not one thing. There's a multiple of things at any given time. You don't need one Thing, you need to be like a Swiss army knife type of person because life changes and adapts and you have to change and adapt with it. The one thing that worked last week's not going to work next week. It's not one thing. Open your mind. It's more than one thing. Do you know what? So you can't have one nugget in your pocket. You need a whole bag full. It fits in with your left and right analogy of why look left and right when you don't have to just keep going with the flow. Um, and not one nugget works for me because I think by the time this goes out, I think we've just gone past a hundred shows. So, wow. mate, that's what so a ride! Cool. What a ride! And every single nugget that's ever come out has helped somebody. Yes, yeah. Now, that's quite nice to know that. Hopefully, maybe by the time you get to mine, you realise yeah, there's more than one thing. They can look back and rather than trying to disregarding previous nuggets they can collect them all up go yeah, yeah that works that works that works at different situations exactly mate. 
Exactly. Dude, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, do you know what? Thank you. I was that close to not commenting on your post. Seriously. I was like, what, what, what do I need to be on here for? What have I got to say? I was like, ah. I was like, no, go back and just try it. <laughs> and and do you know are? what? When you commented, I went, yes, let's do this. <laughs> this one's happening. Um, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, right. Ladies and gents, we're now going to get to the bit of the show where we, we cut to an advert, then we go to me and Jesse talking about Mark behind his back. Um, <laughs> you can probably find out where I live, so I'm going to be nice. But do, do, Mark, do you want to shout goodbye to everyone for me? Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you in a minute. Ladies and gents, I need to tell you about NerdCon. This is being run by really good friends of this show, Mr. Brad Burton and Mr. Paul Spicer, who is basically middle-aged gamer guy UK on Twitch. Both of them have been on the show. We love both of them to bits. And this August the 17th in 2022, they are running... Ah, oh, Jesse, how would you describe it? It's a nerdy, geeky event, isn't it? It's an absolute nerd fest uh, where, where Paulie and I are going to fit right in. Ah, oh, we're going to be there. We're going to be playing arcade games. I'm going to be messing about. I'm going to be playing bimble. I'm going to be playing... How many arcade games are there? Oh, hundreds. Of, there's three floors, basically. And then there's... So there's three floors of games. So once you've paid your ticket to get in, basically you've got free access to all of the games. And then they've got live shows. They've got competitions. There's cash prizes on stuff I've just heard. So there's all sorts I'm of stuff going I'm going to steal on. a load of stuff. I'm going to nick as much as I can. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that publicly. No, you shouldn't. Ah, well. Damn it. Everybody knows what you do Ladies for a living, right? Yeah, I know. Nobody, they'll trust me, right? I just won't wear the hat. Nobody oh, there, there will be stalls. So you won't be stealing from them. You'll be paying for stuff from the stalls. And there's a burger bar. There's a, For lunch, there's a burger bar and they do hot dogs and yeah. burgers and stuff. And st I'm so and, and they like alcohol bars for those who are... I'm good at, oh, yeah, alcohol. We, we hardly have a drink. Might have a beer. Um, ladies and gents, go have a look at www.nerdcon.co.uk Buy your tickets there. There you go. What did I tell you? He's not a normal window cleaner. I, I mean, yeah. do you know what, Jesse? Honestly, he made me think maybe window cleaning's the future. <laughs> do you know what? It's, it's the fact that he's not a normal business owner. No. Uh, no, he's but created also, I... a lifestyle that he's really happy with yeah and you know he's and the backup he's got for his kid as well i'm sorry mate but that's a massive priority to me you know yeah. teaching his his boy that you can you can get to where you want to get to you do not necessarily have to follow everyone else's rules yeah it's funny isn't it because you're uh anybody who's listened over the last few weeks will know that i'm binge um binge listening uh to diary of a ceo yep. podcast oh and you've it's... got me addicted to it as well now i know right it's so good um which is uh stephen bartlett um who if anybody knows who that is he's basically made like hundreds of millions through he's a dragon as well isn't he he's a dragon from dragon's den and from um, the sound of it he's he's a really annoyingly nice person yeah, really self-aware. Um, if I was going to be, if you're going, if you're going to be the sort of person who makes the millions, he's he very much feels like he's the sort of person that you'd want to be. Yeah. Um, but 
it's it's funny really because we talked about you talk about Mark being oh he's not just an ordinary window cleaner but actually it's funny how many things that Mark said who who you know lives under the guise of window cleaner to Stephen Bartlett Dragon's Den CEO multi-million pound company yeah and a lot of their mindsets are very similar yeah not on everything but things like they were talking about the education system and things like that and Stephen Bartlett was like I just don't fit yeah and the problem with that is that then it makes you feel like you're a failure whereas actually you don't have to fit the education system mate we've we've talked about this before i mean can you imagine what i'm like now if you tried to make me sit down and learn in a classroom style (laughs) for six hours a day five days a week um i think i'd be exploding things to be honest with you i'm i'm terrible because i'll happily put my hand up and tell them why they're wrong <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. this is this is from the man I, I i know that you people listening to this show will have got used to me just talking because to me i feel comfortable because i'm just talking to paul and when we go places where people go oh you're jesse yeah, it freaks me right out um because <laughs> there's somebody it's other than paul true, involved actually, in this mate. conversation you, you, you as soon as we met Right, before we met, okay, you were very much the I'm going to stay behind the camera. As we met, you kind of were forced into answering questions from me every so often, even though you stayed hidden behind the camera. And then that fateful day, I pointed one of the cameras at you and went, this time, if you want to ask a question, just do it blatantly. (laughs) And you went, okay, all right then. And and, and then from the point that we launched the podcast, I I was part of that. Yeah. Um, annoyingly, uh, but it, so people who know that about me sometimes uh, find it weird. But if I'm sat in, I don't like being the teacher, but I'm quite happy to be sat there and ask questions and get involved and yeah, and those yeah. sorts of things. Uh, I it's it's a weird mentality. Anyway, completely unrelated to what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Mark and his attitude on life, the universe, and everything. Do you know what, mate? I really enjoyed this chat. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a bit cheeky of me because I like Mark anyway. Um, but knowing that I could sit down and chat with him for for an hour, and I know this show's going to help people because even even people who start their own businesses, you fall into this model of I need to be X, Y, and Z, and yeah. and and I I can't. I can't say enough that people don't need to follow other people's rules or lines or tracks or it's, it's an interesting one. Cause I've had this conversation and I know a lot of people who listen will have heard me talking about this before, but <laughs> there are a million and one people these days who go through different ways of onboarding new customers through different marketing things, whether that's, you know, selling on uh, any of a number of different one-to-many training type things or yeah. doing certain things in a certain way with a social platform, do this, sell this way through LinkedIn, market this way through Instagram, etc. There are loads of different rules that different people set in, in place. And 
all of them kind of work. Yeah. If you do them right and live and die by them and put in the effort and learn, etc., etc., etc. And the reality oh. is there, <clears throat> there is no one size fits all. Um, there's one person who I know that I had a conversation with who um, said, listen to a dozen different gurus about marketing who had set up their business and had changed their business to suit not what they wanted to be doing and not what the need in the market was, but actually to for what their what the guru said, well, you need to have these things in place. And I was like, well, actually, you're filling a hole in the market and that market currently has this, doesn't have any of those things in place and they're selling loads. Yeah. And so you've got to think, actually, that some of these things help increase and will open up different revenues for you and different revenue streams, but you don't have to just do one. Um, and and that really, um, the nugget um, of it's not just one thing, it's lots of things. And little, little side note here, we uh, recorded this with Mark ages ago. <laughs> um, uh, but we had... Um, uh, Alan Berg on he said just just do one thing and make a pick one thing now and change to change about your business and we wanted to have marks a few weeks after that because if you listen to Alan Berg's show roughly a month ago um, and picked one thing and have been doing that you should be able to look net back now over that month and see that you are in that has made you slightly better off than where you were then. And Mark's follows on nicely from that because it's not just one thing, it's lots of things. Yeah. Pick another one now. Go back and listen. If you picked a nugget a month ago, go and find a second one now. And let's do that for a month. Yeah. If you look and listen to Rick Notley's one, just pick one of his. Yeah. And, and you know, there's enough for him to keep you going for a year, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but this so, is it. Yeah, I mean, we this... actually thought about this when we were actually going to release all of these things. Yeah, I know it's and, a shock. And it, it was it was the whole chat. I mean, we chatted about family. We chatted about his kid. We chatted about business. We chatted about. And the funny thing is that I know that he has other people in his industry still telling him he's doing it wrong. Yeah. And it's well, whatever their version of success is, that only matters to them. It doesn't matter to Mark. And the thing is, as a small business owners, family life and work life are so entwined. That work life balance is very entwined, and partly because it's all in your control. Yeah. You can decide what your work life balance is, you can decide what your business is doing, and you can decide what you're going to do in your lifestyle around that. If you've got a nine to five yeah. job, you're doing the nine to five job. But if you have your business, you're making those decisions. Well, it's a bit like, and... do you remember not long ago, I put in that um, uh, automated calendar. Yeah. And it gave me choices. Okay. And I have different types of meetings that I can give out to different people. And I have different parameters around those meetings. And I yes. had one person moan at me because he looked at it and went, oh, all of this is within school hours. Why do you work like that? You're the man of the house. 
<laughs> and I went, because I enjoy the school runs. And you're not my boss. Yeah. He, he didn't seem to understand that actually it was me that set up those parameters. But it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I was listening to somebody the other day talking about um, like relationships. And actually, you don't have to have... You know, that traditional relationship doesn't have to be um, traditional at all. Yeah. And how you work as a couple. And it's why some people can make long-distance relationships work, for example. Yeah. And I know the person... I can't remember who it was now, but they, they were talking about the fact that when they go on holiday, because they've got the money to do it, they actually book two hotel ro- rooms next to each other. They I sleep know exactly same... who that was. Do you want to know? Go on. Stephen Bartlett. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, any one of a number of podcasts I've been listening to recently. Because I just but heard it... him say that on one of his podcasts. That I oh, okay, fair enough. It's weird that we listen to the same episode. Yeah, um, out, of all the, out of all the choices, me and you have both put up <laughs> on that one recently. But yeah, he um, they were talking. He was talking about the fact that they actually sleep in the same room, but they have two rooms because they both like their own space and they're used to being on their own. And why not? Yeah, you know what I mean, if it's the why not is you can't afford the extra room, that's fine. Because of the different things that I do with photography and work and all sorts of different things at all sorts of weird days and hours, my wife works shifts. And actually, we, we're quite happy to do our own thing, and people find it really weird. But I tell you what, the quality time we have together is really good quality because we yeah. we make sure that we go and enjoy that time. Yeah. You know, we even if it's as simple as going for a meal and shutting out the world. And it's quite funny, isn't it? Our, our working relationship, we both check on each other. Yeah. Uh, are we all right to do this time, or is that are you having dad time? Actually, I'm, I'm yeah. being a dad then. Yeah, right, right, we'll ignore that. And and I'll turn around and check your other half shifts and things like that and check when she's available. And, and I'm like, nope, we're not doing anything then because that should be you and her time. Um, yeah. But no, I, I do think maybe that's why we've got to nearly two years on this. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, we've spent far too long on this. Let's, let's, Mark, if you're listening, mate, I know you're an avid listener of the show and you have no idea how much I appreciate that in itself. But seriously, buddy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really wanted to get your attitude across in the show, and I think we did that 100%. Mate, you're a legend. You're an absolute legend. And the next time I see you, I'm giving you another big poorly hug. Um, Jesse, it's now time for Nuggeteer of the Week. Nuggeteer of the Week. Which we still haven't written a jingle for. No, we haven't. No, and we're really hoping somebody else can come and do it so that so that we don't you, we don't have to sing like Nugget that. Tear and... of the week every week because <laughs> that will be get what gets us kicked off of Apple. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so um, then weirdly we both came up with the same name this week. Um, do you want to do it? Yeah, can do. Uh, this person is somebody who supported the show from right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I know when they've been able to, they've been listening on and off throughout the history of the show. They've shared on social media. They've been sharing in the last couple of weeks, I've seen. Uh, when they um, when they put a post up that involves us 
uh, she really goes out of her way to say exactly what she feels about yeah. us and the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they've even, weirdly, they they were even kind enough to be a guest on the show really early on when we didn't really even know what the show was. When we had one download per show. She was there. <laughs> and that download have was... You know, <laughs> I'll have you know, we had four downloads per show back in those days. Four. Hold I on. know. We're only on seven now, right? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Good. Good. If that makes you feel comfortable. It so really does. <laughs> <laughs> there were more than seven people who uh, went, hey, Jesse, at the last event that we went to. And that was back in November. Yeah, it was. Mate, your face uh, our, our, our listeners have, like, tripled since then. Back to Nuggeteer of the Week. Yes. <laughs> Go on, Jesse, who is it? Nuggeteer of the Week is Paulie and my friend... Nikki Bouton. She's awesome. She she's is awesome. awesome. And she's such a powerhouse. That girl does not really really believe how powerful she is in the business world as well. She's got such a head on her. She, she Nikki, get out and do what you're meant to do, please. Otherwise, I'm going to come and kick your backside. Okay? <laughs> um, oh, she'll only like that. Let's not go down that route. <laughs> That'll get me in trouble for so many different ways. I seem to remember there was something really weird about the when something to do with Yodas and things. Eh. When she was when she was a guest. Let's let's I don't know how much of that was on air, so I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> yeah, that that might have been in the private chat time, Jesse. Yeah. And in the private Facebook Messenger chat there is between the three of us. Yeah, I can't even tell you what that's called. No, you can't. <laughs> and I think Honestly, I think 95% of that chat would get us kicked off of every platform. Yes, yeah. yes, it would. Yeah. Ladies and gents, leaks messages coming to yeah. Patreon soon. Yeah. Ooh, 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 news just in. Well, you know our current sponsor, who isn't really a sponsor, so I didn't even have to talk about it at the minute. Nerdcon. They've not paid for it. Nerdcon, yeah, yeah, that we gave a shout out to. Uh, I shared a post and talked about the fact that uh, they're a sponsor today, so uh, at the time of recording. So they now know that we put them as a sponsor of the show for a month. Well, they, well so, um, no, hold on. We both mentioned it to Mag when he was live. But, you know, he's yeah, like but, us, okay? He can't handle too many squirrels in his vision. No, I know. Yeah. But he, today today he realised that he they were actually, like, the proper sponsor of the show for the month yeah. uh, for the first time. Uh, and I've just had, had a message in, so news just in, they're not annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> we are not getting cancelled. By giving them Woo-hoo! free shout outs. That's a good thing, right? That's that is a really good thing. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um are we done? I think we're done. We are done. Are we done? We are done. Are we done? Ladies and gents, thank you for coming to another Newton's Nuggets where we've had the awesome Mark Stowe. We've talked about Nicky Booton. We've talked about Stephen Bartlett way too much. Dude doesn't even know who we are. And we're giving him free no. airtime. And we've talked about NerdCon. Honestly, I don't know if me and Jesse are going to dress up as anything. I might dress up as a magician that wears a trilby. That oh, you mean for Nerdcon? For Nerdcon, Nerdcon, right, okay. not private time. Nerdcon. <laughs> um, but me and Jesse are going to be there. We've even sorted out accommodation for the day, for the night before and the night of, because we want to spend as much time with you nerds up there as we can. Ladies and gents, thank you for coming and listening to the show. It's bye bye from me, and it's bye bye from him. Yeah. Look at that.
Love yeah, so, so we're giving free shout outs and doing 40 year old jokes. Good. At least 40. <laughs> do you know what? I might go and watch some of those now. Uh, thanks so much, Mark. It was awesome, awesome episode. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, mate. See you later. Bye bye, everyone. Bye.